This is Arkies in the Beltway, a look at national politics and the Arkansans influencing the discussions. I'm Alex Thomas, Washington correspondent for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, reporting from the nation's capital. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Arkies in the Beltway for the week of January 21st, 2024. Presidential candidates are making their final pitches to voters in New Hampshire, hoping to win this Tuesday's primary in the Granite State. One of those not making their stand, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. The two-term governor suspended his presidential campaign last Tuesday after finishing sixth in the Iowa caucuses. Hutchinson spoke with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette while traveling through Kansas City, Missouri, en route back home. He says his campaign was always fighting an uphill battle, but notes he lasted longer than some other Republicans, such as former Vice President Mike Pence and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, both of whom dropped out before the caucuses. You know, our persistence and strength of uh, messaging uh, helped us to get to Iowa and be in the final six that was uh, uh, on the ballot or participating in the caucus. Hutchinson launched his presidential campaign last April with a thorough political resume, including time spent as a U.S. attorney, a member of the House of Representatives, and part of President George W. Bush's administration. Yet Hutchinson failed to gain a foothold in a modern Republican Party dominated by former President Donald Trump. Hutchinson agreed with the Trump administration's policies, but he separated himself from Trump as the latter pushed false claims surrounding his loss in the 2020 presidential election. Hutchinson later called the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol a disqualifying condition preventing Trump from holding public office again. The former governor's stance on Trump has not changed. He has made... Uh, the Republican Party, uh, you know, into Donald Trump's image, and uh, that is driven by ego, uh, and it is driven by his uh, grievances, policies of grievance uh, and anger. Uh, is really not a policy. Hutchison only made the first Republican presidential debate and struggled to reach one percent in early state and national polls. Andrew Daddle is a University of Arkansas professor whose work focuses on national politics and presidential elections. He says Hutchinson's move to end his White House bid seemed inevitable. He had bet that there was kind of a larger niche out there in terms of uh, Republicans who were more traditional Republicans uh, who were conservative on economic issues at the same time as being conservative on moral and social issues, kind of the George W. Bush coalition of 2000 and 2004. The Democratic National Committee mocking Hutchinson after he ended his campaign. The DNC released a statement saying, quote, this news comes as a shock to those of us who could have sworn he had already dropped out. That resulted in an apology from the White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre last Wednesday. The president knows him to be a man of principle who cares about our country and has a strong record of public service. Uh, this morning, uh, the chief of staff here, Jeff Seitz, uh, called the governor to convey uh, this and apologized uh, for the statement uh, that did not that did not represent uh, the president's views. Uh, so again, as, as I just stated, uh, Jeff Seitz called the governor to apologize on behalf of the president, and it did not it did not reflect his views. Hutchinson does not have any immediate plans regarding his future. While he officially began his presidential campaign last April, he began traveling to Iowa and other early primary states shortly after leaving the governor's mansion last January. I've been campaigning for a solid year 
after eight years as governor. And so I'm actually uh, now able to uh, reflect back more and to gradually uh, make decisions on what's the next best opportunity for me. Skip Rutherford, Dean Emeritus of the University of Arkansas Clinton School of Public Service, says Hutchinson can still have an influence, noting the former governor's stance against Trump. I think his lane is going to be someone who, who stands up for America and American democracy and against dictators and for the rule of law. There are going to be people out there who are going to want to hear that voice. Trump enters the New Hampshire primary as the favorite based on polling, with former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis taking their shots at the former president. On Capitol Hill, a vote too familiar to Arkansas's congressional delegation, Congress relying on a short-term funding measure for the third time since late September, as the Senate and House of Representatives remain on separate paths when it comes to appropriations. The continuing resolution necessary to avoid a partial government shutdown at the end of last week, the measure funds the government into early March, with two deadlines of March 1st and March 8th split between agencies. It does not include new spending or programs, but rather maintains funding at current levels. Representative Rick Crawford of Jonesboro. Nobody really wants to vote for a CR, but it's a question of you know, trying to keep the government functioning and what happens if we let the government shut down. It, it creates a lot of you know, second, third, fourth order effects that we want to avoid. Both the Senate and House overwhelmingly approved the continuing resolution before leaving the U.S. Capitol. In the Senate, Senators John Bozen of Rogers and Tom Cotton of Little Rock supported the funding measure. In the House, Representatives Front Chill of Little Rock and Steve Womack of Rogers joined Crawford in support, Representative Bruce Westerman of Hot Springs voting in opposition. Bozeman, who serves on the Senate Appropriations Committee, says there are problems with this pattern of passing continuing resolutions instead of spending bills. You can imagine a business that, that had to literally do things the way they did it the year before, regardless of circumstances. And right now, the world is changing very rapidly. You need to be able to adjust. In fact, that's the mark of a good business is being able to adjust. And if you can't do that, uh, then uh, it's simply, there's simply no excuse for it. Senate appropriators have approved all 12 annual appropriations bills, with the full chamber making little progress when it comes to consideration. The House has passed seven bills, but House Republicans are working with lower spending levels. The Republican majority has also struggled to overcome itself at times, with factions starting efforts to advance the conference's own bills, given concerns with certain language. Hard-right Republicans were quick to criticize House Speaker Mike Johnson after Johnson struck a deal on the spending agreement with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Johnson became Speaker last October after a select few Republicans successfully led a motion to oust Kevin McCarthy from the seat. That move to dump McCarthy came days after a continuing resolution vote. Womack, a senior House appropriator, says Johnson is working in a tough environment. Frankly, why anybody would want to be the Speaker of the House uh, is a head-scratcher to me because it's a it's the worst job in Washington. Congress has yet to consider separate supplemental funding for border security and foreign military aid. A Senate group and the Biden administration have been working on a possible deal. Senator Bozeman beginning this week with a trip to West Virginia. Bozeman and West Virginia Republican Shelley Moore Capito holding events in Morgantown, located in the northern part of the state, as part of Bozeman's outreach efforts related to the Farm Bill, the sweeping policy covering agriculture, nutrition, and rural development programs. 
Bozeman serves as the top Republican on the Senate Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry Committee. Capito explains why the farm bill is important for states like West Virginia. A lot of our family farms are disappearing, so we need to find a way to preserve them and to feed our own community. We have got a lot of food in schools, you know, farm fresh food in schools now programs. Uh, but the farm bill also has a big SNAP component to it, and uh, we have a lot of SNAP recipients in West Virginia, so we need to talk about that. The Congressional Research Service estimates more than 80% of spending with the next farm bill will involve its nutrition title and programs such as SNAP. Lawmakers agreed last year to push back the deadline for passing a new farm bill until this September. And that'll do it for this edition of Arkies in the Beltway for the week of January 21st, 2024. You can stay up to date with all news involving Arkansas at ArkansasOnline.com. You can get in touch with me on social media. My handle is at Alex House Thomas. I'm Alex Thomas, and this has been Arkies in the Beltway. Thanks for listening.